Good morning, little miss bitches. Good morning, little miss bitches. Good morning, little miss bitches. Welcome to today's episode, episode number six. Little Miss Sober. Little Miss Sober. Lately, I've been loving to say words, but putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. You know what I mean? Little Miss Sober. So today, we're Little Miss Sober. And I've got a few things. Oh, I'm trying not to talk as fast. I have a few things to catch you up on before we get into Little Miss Sober. Okay? So... There's just been so much happening. Not really, actually. Still unemployed, still hanging out. I'm actually recording this episode on Sunday of this week, so the episode will drop on Friday. But I woke up, and usually usually I record on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and then I spend all day editing, and I usually get the episode done right before midnight. Because I can't let the fans down. I mean, I did one time, and I feel so bad about it. But I, I will never do it again, and I solemnly swear. And if I'm late, I will give such a warning. But I feel so damn-ass productive. Okay? I feel so damn-ass productive. And being unemployed has been really shitty because I have negative $2. But it has allowed me to slow down, to get organized, to be on top of my shit etc. So a little bit of updates here, a few updates. I'm just going to kind of ramble and you can choose to tune me out. I don't know. So I started my class, my last final class of graduate school last week, this week, last week, last week. Started on like a Wednesday or something. I don't know. Anyway, and I decided that I'm going to be, I I was ready to start it. I'm going to be so fucking organized and I'm going to be on top of my shit. So I always had a hard time with A, time management, and B, organization. Not, no, okay, I shouldn't say organization, but, like, I am notorious for, like, okay, let's let's take calendars. Because that's, like, what I'm talking about when I say organization. Calendars? are really hard for me because sometimes I like to write my shit down. Sometimes I like Google Calendar. Sometimes I like Apple Calendar or like the calendar that's just on the iPhone. Call me crazy. I also have a whiteboard in my house that is a calendar that I really like filling out. So you see here, I just put a lot of shit a lot of places. But this year, I am strictly Google Calendar. Okay, if you want to hang out with me, I'm going to need a Google Calendar invite. Okay, that's how much I have written in my Google Calendar. The whole thing's color-coded. The whole thing is hour-to-hour, and I'm obsessed with it. Because now, when I do things, it feels so much more rewarding. It feels so much more rewarding. And I'm just so bad at sticking to one platform. And I've tried pen and paper calendars, you know, the the whole shit. I actually, before I even started the podcast, I wanted to create a planner because I have ADD and I'm all over the place and I get bored of things really easily. I'm like, okay, I feel like my ADD, obviously everyone struggles differently, but my ADD in specific is 
I, I have, like, the brain of a 10-year-old, but the knowledge of a 50-year-old, okay? It's like, I've already lived at least 17 lives, but I came back reincarnated as a 10-year-old. And I think that's what's going on. Because I just feel like a kid sometimes, where I'm like, boring, bored. I, like, I need recess, okay? I need recess. I need to go for a walk. Or I need to go play on the swings. Or I need to go down a slide. I need recess at least once a day. Okay? I get bored of things way too easily. I need to be stimulated all the time. And I hate that about myself. It's insane. It's insanity. Um, where is I going with this? Oh, I wanted to create a planner for the ADD girly pops. But it's kind of already been done. I might look into doing it for next year if I'm looking for other plans. I don't really know. But I had, like, such a fun idea where I'd put, like, little tips and tricks, little things. Like, make it a little bit more stimulating every day and make it more of, like, a journal, like a five-minute journal slash planner. Um, But it was going to be a written planner, and I just don't know if my sustainability heart can produce a written planner. And I don't really know a lot of people who use written planners. Anyway, this would be, like, a more-for-me thing anyway. Like, it's not for you. Like, if you want it, you can buy it, obviously. But, like, it was more for me. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll try to create something digital. But, like, we'll get that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. I also want to let you guys know that in the year of 2024, if you listen to my former episodes, Little Miss Mental Health in specific, you know that I broke up with my therapist. Okay, I broke up with her, it's sad, it's emo, whatever. I am, and I might, might be crazy for this, but I am kind of switching my lifestyle over to a more holistic lifestyle. Okay, shit. To a more holistic lifestyle. And I can't afford a holistic doctor. I've looked into it, it's like, Way too much money for me for someone who has negative two dollars. It's too much money for me. But I'm weaning off of my medication. Okay, I'm weaning off my medication. And I just started telling people that. It's been like a week or so now. Literally, Joey and I were at the movie theaters. At the movie theaters? No, not plural, babe. Joey and I were at the movie theater watching... The Iron Claw. The Iron Claw. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. If you haven't seen The Iron Claw, get up and go watch it right now. Right now. It's actually only in theaters. It's with Zac Efron, Jeremy White, this other guy who's like kind of sexy. He's kind of sexy. He's kind of sexy. And cool as hell. They're all cool as hell. And it's based, It's like a wrestling movie, which I was kind of like, eh, it doesn't really appeal me. Uh, I found out that my boyfriend has, like, a weird found love for WWE. Not, like, the new age wrestling, but he likes, like, 1980, 1970 type wrestling. Like, he loves the attire. He loves the vibes. I don't really know. We don't know what goes on in male brain, but, like, the way this man loved this movie was great. And not to mention, I was kind of like, okay, like, whatever, I'll go watch it. I... Honestly, the only reason why I went is because this girl reviewed it on TikTok and was like, you guys, this movie is so good. Go watch it. And it was a female, so I obviously trusted that. So I was like, okay, I'll go. And it is the fucking saddest movie 
I was hysterical. Like, if I wasn't in the movie theater, I would have been cat crying out loud. I would have been... That's what I would have been like. Okay? But, like, I was at the movie theater, so I was trying to, like, keep my composure. But it's literally, like, 30 minutes of just crying, sobbing. It's so tragic. But it's so good. The story was so well done. Zach Efron is absolutely bae. But he does just look a little meaty. He looks a little stouty. I don't know about that. But it's a good fucking movie, okay? Anyway, back to being off my, my medication. So mid-movie theater. Previews are going on. I'm obviously being annoying as fuck. I can't stop talking. You know the drill. And I lean over. And Joey's like looking at me like, okay, are, is this gonna, do we need to sit separately? You know, he's like being like my teacher. Ew, that was kind of gross. He's being, like, my uh, mommy. Like, he was, like, you know, like, in class. This would happen to me all the time in class. I would always have to get separated from people. And it was so funny because my teachers growing up in school, they would try to separate me. Like, they'd be, like, okay, you two talk too much. Belle, you're going to move. And then I would move. And they'd put me next to Joe Schmo. But little do they know that I can talk to absolutely anyone so me and joe schmo were absolute besties by the end of the class it got to the point where i would have to just sit by the teacher i had to sit in the teacher's desk yes that's happened or i had to put push my desk up to the teacher's desk because i couldn't handle being around anyone didn't matter if i knew them or not or not i was fucking with everyone i was like that wor- the worst kid ever anyway middle of the previews he's looking at me like babe do we need to separate it's a time to separate and i lean over and i go I just want to let you know that I'm weaning off all my medication. And I could just see like a little light bulb go off in his brain and it all made sense. Okay, I'm weaning off all my medication for a multitude of reasons. Uh, A, because I think it makes me feel like shit. Okay, hear me out. I think it makes me feel like shit. I feel very zombie mode. I feel like I'm not... It's just the most bizarre feeling because I know maybe some of you understand this, but I never really did until I was on this specific tread of medications. I just felt honestly numb. I felt completely numb. And yes, my Vyvanse works really well to let me get shit done. And I'm really thankful for her. I've been on her for about a year now. I love her, and my sleeping medications obviously help me sleep so nicely. But I just cannot keep living like this. And I know that this might be, like, not a good idea. But I have done so much research and put so many different systems in place to set myself up for success. For example, Google Calendar, okay? I feel very organized on top of my shit because of Google Calendar. And I almost feel like I want to work and do school now because I'm organized. I don't know. Maybe the Vyvanse hasn't left my system and I'm going to, like, crash and burn. Luckily, I still have medication. If I absolutely wake up and I'm like, I need it, then I can take it. But I just don't want it to be an everyday thing. At least, like... For the meantime, while I finish up school, I think that's going to kind of be my plan. But I also have looked into so many different supplements, okay? I don't know if you guys have heard of L-theanine. That medication is sort of like Adderall, but it's 
a mineral or a vitamin, I don't know the difference. Then maybe they're the same. I don't know. But I take that every morning, and honestly, my brain feels clear. And I know what you guys are going to think, because I'm... The past 12 minutes of this episode, I have been all over the place. I've been all over the map. Okay, I get it. But this podcast is A, for me to, like, absolutely let loose, okay? B, I have ADD, so it's fine. That's my excuse. But do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying, like, if I really, really, really have to sit down and, like, fucking be like, okay, Bella, you're gonna shut the fuck, you're gonna shut the fuck up up there, you're gonna look at the fucking computer screen, you're gonna, you're gonna be a rock star. If I have to do that, like, I can. I can't really, like, shut my ADD off, but I can tell when I'm being a little bit scatterbrained and, like, singing songs and twitching my feet and I can't focus, I, I know that maybe it's time for recess. Okay, maybe it's time for recess. Maybe, because I can take up to, like, five L-theanine gum, or uh, vitamins a day. So maybe I need a little bit more of that. Maybe I just need a little chai tea latte. Maybe I need to go for a walk. Maybe I need to do a little stretch. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand myself enough to know, like, okay, it's time for recess. And I kind of know naturally what things work for me to help my ADD. Okay? I kind of get it. Oh, and then as far as sleeping goes, I bought magnesium. I think I bought the wrong magnesium. And I haven't really tried it yet, but all the hot girlies are making this magnesium mocktail. And I'm going to try it. Also, I've been catching on to the fact that insomnia being a trend? Question mark. Insomnia being a trend? I don't know. Like, people have been really... Which I'm happy people are talking about it because it has been something that I've... Sleep has been something that I've struggled with for four or five years now of just... I don't... In college, one time, I went an entire week without sleeping, okay? And that was not great. And I think that my psychiatrist gave me... She gave me Xanax. Okay, that's how bad... She was like, okay, you need to sleep for, like, four days and not come out. And I was like, okay. So... I understand it, and I'm happy that people are talking about it and bringing awareness to it. But it's kind of like being a trend, you know? Like, I feel, I almost feel like people are doing it to be trendy. I don't know. I could be, like, totally missing the mark on this and, like, saying some fucked up shit and canceling myself. But I don't know. There's these these weird trends that have been going on on TikTok that I just don't fuck with. One of them is the the autism trend, like girls that, I, again, it's like so difficult because I do think and see the validity and see the importance in bringing awareness to various mental health, um, kind of these stigmatized I don't want to say diseases. What the fuck are they called? These stigmatized... Uh, is it diseases? Illnesses? I have no idea what to, uh, what to categorize this shit as. But you know what I mean? I, I understand the importance of it. I think it's a good idea to see people and to be around people and to hear people's stories that maybe are on the spectrum, that have insomnia, that have bipolar. I think it's important to see these people online and understand that, okay... This person is normal. I know this person. This person's my sister. This person's my friend. 
they are totally functioning. They live a normal life. They just struggle with autism or they just struggle with bipolar or they just struggle with a personality disorder. You know, there's so many of these uh, mental illnesses and Again, I don't know what the fuck to, I don't know what the fuck to call them. I don't want to get canceled, okay? The last thing I need is to get fucking canceled on episode six. And and little miss forever. I don't need it. Anyway. But do you know what I mean? And, and the autism trend just really fucking irritates me. Because I understand, again, like I said, I understand it. But doing this whole like noise canceling headphones, making it like a cute trend, like Autism isn't cute. It isn't meant to be glamorized. It isn't meant to be a trend. Don't try to get attention off this shit. It's like people that I've known for a long fucking time or people that I've seen online. Let's take fucking what's her shits. Demi from The Bachelorette. I, she has autism all of a sudden, which like, Maybe, yeah. Also, like, I'm not trying to tell her people that they don't have autism. Like, I believe you if you say that. But it's almost like being extra about it. You know, being extra about anything is just fucking irritating. Or extra, like, flamboyant about it. I don't know, you guys. I, like, could be totally pissing some people off right now. But it is, it does just irk me. And I don't know if this insomnia thing is kind of becoming a trend. And I know people struggle with it. But it's like glamorizing it or making it something where people start to kind of take on this insomniac type of behavior because they think it's trendy. Or taking these weird supplements because they think it's going to help. I don't know. I don't know. Like promoting shit that like they don't need, essentially. Is what irritates me. Okay, anyway, that was such a fucking side note. Yeah, I'm sorry if I pissed some people off. I really went on a rant there. But it just, it is irritating. And I think that we need to understand on TikTok, on Instagram, how many people really do see us. Okay, whether you have 200 followers or 2 million followers, there's a lot of people looking at you. And varying from all ages, varying from different points of vulnerability different points of experiences, uh, just different life scenarios in general. And I think to promote something in a glamorized way that a lot of people struggle with, that a lot of people don't use as a fashion statement, as a way to um, be a cute girl about it, a lot of people struggle really hard with and feel like, oh, well, if I'm not a cute hot girl wearing these cute noise-canceling headphones and drinking this mocktail, then I don't really have autism or I don't really uh, have insomnia or I, I, I have to do this hot girl shit in order to fit into this box. You know, it's like, it's like almost like unrealistic beauty standards for mental health. Okay, and I'm just not about it anymore. And I, if, if one person can put a stop to it, it's fucking me. I'm going to do it. But again, keep spreading awareness. Keep doing what you're doing. But let's not glamorize it. Okay? Let's not make it our personality. Let's not glamorize it. Let's be sensitive to people that struggle with it differently. Something like autism. Something like bipolar. Something like personality disorder. Something like insomnia. Looks different on everyone. 
okay? And there's not one answer fits all. There's not one, one shoe fits all, okay? This is not Cinderella. This is not Cinderella. This is serious mental health issues that need to stop being glamorized. And I'm going to be done talking about it now. And let's get into today's episode after a 20-minute intro. All right, let's do it. Woo! Let me take a little sip of my coffee. Is this like ASMR? I'm stirring it on a gla- in a glass cup with a glass straw. Mm. Ah. How did I do for my first ASMR gig? Anyway, welcome to Little Miss Sober. Uh, this episode's going to be crazy. No, it's not, but maybe. So to give you a little bit of background, I tried to be sober for the month of November. And I think I went third. No, no, no. Right after Halloween is when I stopped. And then I, I drank on December something. So I went like 32 days or maybe less, like 28. I don't know. I have it in my notes app. And then I drank uh, in between there because I think I had like a Christmas party or a, I had the winter ball, a charity event, and I had a couple other things that I was like, fuck it, I'm going to drink some wine, whatever. I don't know. But now it's January. It's dry January for many, including myself. And I kind of want to talk about being sober. And just to give you guys a little bit of insight here, I'm also trying to be sober with caffeine and alcohol, which is like so hard for me. And if you follow me closely, which I'm sure all of you do, I used to have a coffee account called Bell Bloom Poops. Love that fucking account. She slayed. She was queen. I stopped posting on there because I stopped drinking caffeine. And I still do go to Starbucks and get caffeinated drinks. I try to get decaf as much as I can. For a while, if I wasn't taking my Adderall, my Vyvanse in the morning, I would just drink a cup of coffee instead. Or like I would go to Starbucks or uh, there's a bunch of coffee shops around where I live. I'd go to one of those and get uh, coffee and that would kind of like be my Adderall for the day. My stimulant for the day. But now I'm fully cutting out espresso, coffee, that sort of caffeine, and I'm sticking to tea. So typically in the mornings, I drink a chai tea or a matcha tea latte and maybe a hot cup of tea in the middle of the day, okay? Or I'll make, I have like these raspberry iced tea packets where I just put them in water and like ferment them for 24 hours and I'll usually have that around lunch as well. And that's kind of what I've been doing. And I think that it has helped my anxiety. It has helped my mental brain fog, the clarity in my brain. I can, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. That's like what I feel like. Oh, my cat's ears went straight back when I say his ears went straight back. So that must have not been good. Sorry. Little attitude. Little attitude. Yeah, I cut that out. It's been great. I've noticed significant improvement in my skin, which is weird which is weird. I've been breaking out as much. My hair, which is another weird thing. My hair is like softer, thicker, fuller, which could be uh, because of my Jolie. Yes, I have a Jolie shower head. Okay, I have to have a Jolie shower head. I have a Jolie shower head, so that could be the reason why. But 
I don't know because I got my Jolie shower head probably this summer. I don't really know. But I do stick to tea now and I have been really enjoying it. I've been really enjoying myself and I feel less anxious, less on edge. It's been great. As far as drinking goes, so like I said, I was pretty much sober for the month of Jan- or November. Drank a little bit in December. Drank a lot over Christmas break. A lot over Christmas break. A lot. I was two beers a day minimum. Two glasses of wine a day minimum. I drank a shit ton over winter break. But didn't we all? And now January's here. And I'm doing dry January. And I am so proud of anyone who is doing dry January. I really think it has a lot of benefits. I also recognized in November when I was sober and when I started to drink again, it was so repulsive to me to drink. And for me, it's not even the act of drinking. Like, okay, a lot of people here, like when I went sober for the month of November or when I would tell people, like I had a couple girls nights here and there, went out with some friends and I would, I would go sober and people would kind of be like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like people think I have a drinking problem. Like, I feel like people are like, why are you sober? Do you have alcoholism? And I don't. And it's not necessarily like when I drink is when I have a hard time with myself or when I'm in the act of drinking that night or going out. That's not when I struggle. It's the hangover that fucking kills me. It kills me. It's like I'm like a 40-year-old man when I'm hungover. I shit my guts out. I'm hungover for three days. I'm anxious as hell. I can't get out of bed. I can't eat. I'm super nauseous. My, my head's pounding. I'm dehydrated as fuck. I'm hungry as hell, but nothing sounds good because I'm nauseous. It is like literally hell. And I'm getting to a point where I don't want to drink on the weekends. Let's drink on a Saturday night and waste a Sunday. And I don't know if I'm just entering Mima stage in life, grandma stage in life. I might be leveling up to grandma, grandma stage in life. But weekends are precious. And I know I'm unemployed, but I do nanny and substitute teach and do some bullshit during the week. So... I like to set up for my week. And if I wake up on Sunday hungover, I'm fucking mad. I'm really fucking mad. (laughs) I don't like it, to say the least. Like today. Today's Sunday. I'm in my cute little robe. I have my cute little chai. I'm sitting on my cute little couch. I'm probably going to go for a walk in a little bit. I'm probably going to get some groceries. Probably going to meal prep a little bit for the week. Set my Google Calendar. How fun does that day sound? How fun does that day sound? Nothing feels better than being on top of your shit, than being organized and being productive. Nothing. There's not one night out. Actually, there's maybe like five. There's a handful in my life that's worth a hangover. But compared to, I I went out for four years straight in college. Never worth it. Never worth it. And that was in college. Now, as a 24-year-old woman, I just don't see the pleasure or the joy in being hungover. It sounds fucking awful. 
not fun. And I think that, so I'm 24. I turned 24 in October. I'm just a baby. Okay, I'm just a baby. And there's probably people young, I have a lot of younger friends, people who are still in college, people who just got out, whatever, who are like, your mother, you're not a baby, your mother. But then I also have a lot of older friends that are like, you are a baby. So I don't know. But I'm in this stage of my life, okay, I'm 24 years old, where a lot of 24-year-olds, I see it on Instagram, I see it in Denver when I go out, are hot, young, drunk, fun sexy slay and I love it and I kind of I kind of want to do it you know like part of me looks at people that do go out and I'm like oh shit they're having way more fun than me they're meeting a lot of people they have a lot of friends they're cool as fuck and I love them (laughs) and I want to be them right And I think that's like kind of a weird stigma that comes with your early 20s. I think once you kind of hit your later 20s, it kind of simmers out where you kind of just drink casually. You have a couple beers and go to a bar and watch a football game or go out for a friend's birthday or have a house party and make tacos but drink margaritas. Like I think that's kind of like what comes with your later 20s. But in your earlier 20s, it's like still a vodka Sprite. It's still drink until you black out. It's still clubbing, partying, night, see, whatever. And that's all cool and that's all good. And also, side note, if you aren't doing dry January, or if you're my age or uh, younger, older, whatever, and you're not sober, don't fucking feel bad about that, okay? I don't like the type of sober people that are like, huh, I'm sober, so I wouldn't know what it's like being hungover. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know about that. Or, oh, you guys are going out on Saturday? Oh, well, I'm just, I'm gonna go to the mountains and really find my inner peace while you guys just rot, rot your fucking brain out at, at the club. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go be very intuitive with myself. Don't fucking be that person. Don't shoot other people down because of what you're doing in any category in your life, okay? Just be quiet, be happy for people. You know, unless they're an alcoholic and need help, fucking let let it loose. Babe, let those titties hang out. Let me see those titties. Let's go. Have a good time. And if you're a good friend and a good person, you support all walks of life, period. So I hate that type of sobriety. And if you're not sober, don't feel bad about it. I don't know why dry January is such a big trend. I think it was last year, too. Uh, I think it's like a New Year's thing, whatever. But I will say, as much as I I don't have a drinking problem, I don't necessarily need to be sober, but I choose to be, is, has been really, really great. And I know what you're going to think. Belle, you've literally been sober for, at most, 30 days. Like, relax. Which I also plan extending my dry January out as long as I can. I don't want to be like for six months or for a year or for this. I don't want to like put a time limit on it because I don't want to let myself down, but I am going to push it as far as I can and we'll see how it goes. But I will say that my mental clarity has been 
in, and it might be the L-theanine. It might be the L-theanine, but my mental clarity has been stupendous. It's been extraordinary. I feel so level-headed, so clear-minded, so intuitive. I just feel so grateful and lucky to be me. To be me. I feel grateful and lucky to be me. I don't know where I was going with that. I feel so much better. I feel so much better. And I don't even have a bone in my body that wants to drink. Which is kind of silly because I love wine. I like a glass of wine after work. And maybe it'll change when I'm employed. Okay, maybe it'll change when I'm employed and I have a job and I'm like stressed out and I maybe I'm not enjoying my life. Maybe I'll start to, to dabble with the wine again. But again, I feel mentally so clear. And the month of November, when I was sober and I was feeling very mentally clear, is when I when I created this podcast. It's when I started to create the design for my planner that I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. It's when I uh, I just kind of got into Pilates. I, I've been into it for like a year now, but now I want to be a Pilates instructor, and I'm looking into that. There are things that I'm doing. There are creative outlets, this podcast, um, just walking around a craft store, going to the mountains, going ice skating, pushing myself to do things that I wouldn't do if I was hungover. There are things I'm doing to fulfill myself in so many other aspects that I have, I've never done before where I feel like I'm living such a fulfilling life. And I'm so happy about it. And I never want anything to take this away. I don't want one drink of alcohol to take this away from me. That's kind of what I feel like. Okay? And last night, I was... uh, You should do this. If you... I have a full episode coming out about my religion. But I believe in the universe really hard. I believe in zodiac signs really hard. And I believe in that bullshit. Whatever. I, last night, was looking up important dates. I'm a Scorpio. Okay? That's another crazy story I'll say for a later date. But I'm a Scorpio. I was looking up important dates for Scorpio 2024. And I advise everyone to do this. And it will pull up important dates. It'll pull up certain uh, full moons or new moons that are important to your sign. Um, Venus is entering, or Pluto's entering retrograde, which if you are a Scorpio, that's important news. Um, There are so many things happening within my zodiac sign that I wrote down on my calendar of important dates of when I should manifest, when I should prioritize certain things, that type of bullshit, okay? What I should be doing during these dates. And there are so many platforms and websites and information online that will help you kind of navigate this all. But I really think it's a cool, important thing. Even if you don't really believe in zodiac signs, it's a cool thing to have important dates in your calculator. (laughs) Not calculator, holy fuck. In your calendar, it's important to have important dates like full moons, um, when certain planets are in retrograde, when planets reach certain house, a certain house, uh, like Venus is reaching my 11th house during this time. If you don't know a lot about this bullshit, it's all online, babe. It's all online. 
look up credible sources. A lot of it is credible. If you fact check, if you look at multiple sources, you know, do the thing. Don't be a dumbass researching. Anyway, I think it's important to have these dates, even if you don't believe in it, because my Google Calendar, it's going to pop up in March. It's going to pop up New Moon Friday, March 2nd, Venus is in retrograde, your love life is going to do X, Y, and Z, you will be financially secure. You know, it's something that's going to pop up and I'm going to feel really grateful and connected to. I'm going to feel like I just needed that. I need a little reminder. I needed a little reminder that there's a new moon tonight. It's a new fresh start. It's a great time to prioritize my relationship. It's a great time to study. It's a great time to maybe apply to jobs. It's a great time to look into to becoming a Pilates instructor. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it, it opens gates for creative outlets, right? And for me, I always find it hard to... Okay, let's take the new year, for example. So the new year starts... And I feel like everyone's kind of in this grind mode. It's kind of in this like new year, new me type of vibe. Grind, grind, grind. Let's do it. Dry January. These are my goals. These are my resolutions. And let's do it for 365 days. And I can't do that. I don't know if it's like an ADD thing. I don't know like what the fuck's wrong with me. But I can't spend an entire year working on one goal. Because if I slip up, if I take one day and I slip up where I don't work out, where I don't go for a walk... Or maybe I'm sick, maybe I don't drink enough water, maybe I go out with my friends and have a glass of wine. If I slip up, I let all of those goals go. I'm not the type of person to slip up for one day and pick myself back up the next. I feel like shit about it, and I can't do that. So I feel like these full moons, these new moons, setting different quarterly goals for yourself or little reminders in your calendar that you have multiple. Every single day is a new start. Every single day is a fresh start. It's not because it's January 1st. It's not because the calendar now says 2024 is why you should do these things, is why you should reach goals, is why you should be sober. That's not, I don't vibe with that. I think that every single day is a chance to set a new goal, to work towards a new goal, to express your creativity, to work hard on yourself. And I think that's important to know and recognize. And I think That's why I don't vibe with New Year's resolutions typically. This year, I'm a little bit different about it with the sober thing or whatever. But I do think it's important to set multiple days, especially if you're like me where you're like, if I fuck up one day, my goal is out the window. I'm not restarting it. You know, so implementing those things into your calendar and your phone. And even if you want to do from some sort of religious standpoint, be my guest, doesn't bother me. It's your calendar. It's your life, whatever you want to do. But I will say that for me, putting in dates that are important to my zodiac sign really helped to motivate me, you know, because maybe on May 10th, I'm having, I'm going to be having a horrible day. And then I'm going to get a little, little reminder on my phone that says, babe, Pluto's in retrograde and everything's going to be okay. And maybe my day flips around and maybe I take that to pick myself back up and have a fresh new start, okay? And that may just be my mindset, but I do think that's a fun, important thing to note. I don't know how the fuck I got onto this topic, but I just want want everyone to know 
that even if you don't have a goal right now, even if you aren't sober, even if you don't work out every day or drink enough water, babe, you still rock, okay? Babe, you're a rock star. And this year, it's not about burnout. It's not grind till you, till you fall. It's not shop till you drop. It's about taking time, listening to your intuition, promoting self-care, saying no to more things. Let's, let's normalize saying no. Okay, let's normalize saying, I actually am a little too tired to do that. Or I don't really feel like hanging out with this person because they make me feel like shit. So no, I can't hang out with you. You know what I mean? Let's normalize that. Let's just think about ourselves and let's not... I, I, I don't know. I have a hard time with grind, grind mode. I have a hard time with it. Grind time. I think that a lot of people can reach burnout and really tire themselves out and really have menti bees versus waking up every day, knowing what you need to do, having it in your Google Calendar... Google Calendar, please, Google, please sponsor me. Anyway, having it in your Google Calendar, knowing what needs to be done for the day, knowing what you need to do to make yourself feel good, and prioritizing that type of self-care, that's grinding, babe. That's gr- that is grinding, okay? I'm sick of this energy that's like, you're not grinding unless you're at the gym for three hours a day, you meal prep for the next seven days, you drink four protein shakes a day, and you work a full-time job and you work on your job on the weekends, and you never stop answering emails, and you have your laptop open 24-7, and you are sober, but you also can go out with friends and be sober, but you also have a lot of friends to hang out with, and you're grinding on yourself, and you're grinding on your physical attributes, and you're grinding on your professional growth. Like, I can't get behind that. I cannot get behind that culture. And if it works for you, Slay, but don't let it get to you. If that type of lifestyle doesn't work for you, that's all right, babe. Because I don't think it really works for anyone. If I'm being honest, I don't think it works for anyone. Okay. And I think it's important to understand your limits. Don't push yourself to burnout and do what works for you. Okay. Are people super happy I'm not on my medication? No, but guess what? It's my life. I don't feel good on medication. I want to take a holistic route. And I want to see what happens. Will I crash and burn? Only time will tell. But you see what I'm saying? That's the type of grinding that I'm doing. And that's the type of grinding that we all should be doing. Set realistic goals for yourself. Don't compare goals to other people. Don't be influenced by people that you think are grinding harder than you. Don't burn yourself out. Let's be healthy. Let's focus on our self-care. If that means being sober, cool. Same. But I love you guys. And I hope that there was some substance to this episode because I don't really know what I was saying. But I hope that you took something away from today. I wish everyone doing dry January the bestest of luck. You can do it. There's only, what, 20 more days left? You can do anything for 20 days, okay? You can do it. I hope that you set healthy, realistic New Year's resolutions. If you're into that, I hope that you continue to prioritize yourself, as I will be too. Okay? I love you. 
Have a fantastic weekend. Next week, we have our second guest. And I'm so excited. And I can't wait to chit-chatty. Chitty-chitty-chatty. I love you. Have a great weekend. Happy New Year's. Be good to yourself. Bye for now.